We're putting the band back together. Twisted Minds brought you the original fan ball. We had a bad time with enough to turn goat piss in the gas This is the Fan Ball Fantasy Football Podcast. If you're dumb, surround yourself with smart people. And if you're smart, surround yourself with smart people who disagree with you. Welcome back to the Fanball Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, I am Scott Fish. I'm sitting across from John Tooby, who's laughing at me taking a sip of my drink here. That's not Pepsi. No, no, it's yeah, it's, it's de- Diet Pepsi. That's what it's it is. Definitely strong is what it <laughs> it's is. Strong. It's the extra strong version. <laughs> extra of diet strong Pepsi. version of Diet Pepsi. Uh, Jay Clemens is where in the world is Jay Clemens right now? I think he's uh, in a bodega in uh, Nicaragua. Ah, right bodega now. in Nicaragua. I just wanted to say bodega and Nicaragua. Yeah, I like it. It sounded good. Rolls off the tongue. Yes. Ah, oh, so Jay is there. We didn't we didn't get him on the phone today because, uh, well, I think he's a little busy. And <laughs> actually, actually, that's not the reason. Uh, I was just too lazy to set up the phone line today. So, well, there it's cold outside. And it we is. have to go up on the roof and with the, mess around with the <laughs> yes. wires and the antenna and yeah. the tinfoil. So. Yeah, it's it's difficult. So. Uh, we're going to do a little value podcast for week 17. Your, your seasonal leagues are probably done. They, they better should be, be done. Yes. Yeah. Friends don't like friends play championships in week 17. I like that. Did you make up, th- make that up? I did. You know, and then they, they stole it for the, the whole drunk driving thing. And, oh man. And I just said, run with it. Cause you know, I was the kind of guy I am really. <laughs> you are nice and easy going. That's, that was nice of you to do that. So. We do have some big contests this week. Obviously, the Chase Charge Challenge is off and running. If you didn't get a ticket, um, I'm guessing you're not playing in it this week. I don't know if there's any way to get in it anymore. I have a ticket. I might raffle off my ticket. I do have a ticket yeah, as we, well. Yeah, we ended up uh, through a uh, uh, mistake in the yeah. system. We each have a ticket. I, I'm going to treat mine like uh, you know the golden ticket in Willy Wonka. Yeah, I wonder if I can give mine out. That'd be nice. If you can get, get all the way through the tube or across the room into the <laughs> TV or... Uh, what else? Not Flo- not float up to the ceiling yes. thing yeah. or whatever. Ah, oh, what else do we have this week on fanball.com? We have a $15,000 contest. You can enter up to 10 times. It's only a $15 entry. So you, that's I think you can win a thousand times your your entry, right? Something like that if you do the math. That's Actually, my understanding. There'd be no math. Exactly. Actually, the top prize for that is five thousand dollars. It's a fifteen thousand dollar prize. But pool. if you can enter ten times, you could you could win the top, the top ten. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. That's how I'd look at it. Yeah, get in on that. Fishbowl's going on as well. That's a five dollar entry. Win a spot in my tournament and some cash. You can still draft too. We've got the yep. drafts kicking. We got in. drafts. You can uh, draft for free. Just try it out. There's several free drafts in there. Um, there's twenty, fifty dollar ones, three dollar ones, one dollar ones. But if you just ha- you haven't tried it yet, you want to try it out, draft for free. Go and in there. You'll want to jump into that uh, winner spot in fishbowl, but with the new scoring that we're going to have for next year, <laughs> yes, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, I decided today, as a joke, that the best ability is availability, and next year's scoring for the fishbowl would be 
points per snap or snap percentage. There you go. <laughs> oh, I, and I don't, I don't even think go it. with the the percentage. I think go with the straight snaps. So a Chip Kelly offense where you're getting 90 oh, snaps yeah. on offense, that would be valuable. It would be draft strategy yep, right there. Absolutely. I like it. So we're going to talk about some values here. Let me open my page that had values on them. Let's start with some quarterbacks and Mr. John Tuvey. I'm going to go with the guy that uh, I was uh, all over at the start of the season. Didn't work out particularly well up until the last month. Uh, Jameis Winston. Uh, he, he doesn't have a great matchup, and they're not playing for anything they're not, other than uh, you know to spoil the season of the Saints. Uh, but Jameis has played extremely well really since well. he returned from the shoulder injury. Um, completing better than 70% of his passes, which is a big step up for him. That that wasn't a part of his game pre-injury. Uh, averaging 305 yards per game, he's got eight touchdowns against just two interceptions over those four games, uh, throwing 33-plus times per game. So uh, it's it's a sheer volume opportunity with no real you – know, I don't trust Peyton Barber. I don't trust Doug Martin. I don't trust that running game. I think they're going to need to throw. Now, the Saints do have a top-10 pass defense, but – you know, factor in over the last few games, they've they've thwarted Matt Ryan twice, which, okay, that's impressive. That's your league MVP from last year. And they handled Bryce Petty. Not so impressive. P- go back prior to that, uh, three multiple touchdown games, two 300-yard games from Cousins, Goff, and, uh, and Cam Newton. So a good quarterback can get over on the Saints, and mm-hmm. I think through sheer volume – a guy who he, the the Bucks don't have a lot to play for, but Jameis has some some pride to play for. Yeah, and, uh, is going to be chucking the ball around. Uh, Sixty five hundred, unreal, unreal for for that price because I believe that's about like QB twenty, <laughs> QB twenty for a guy that and and like you said, the Saints against better better quarterbacks, they've done well. My guy's a little cheaper than that, down way down at fifty. 200 Jacoby Brissett against the 32nd ranked Houston defense. Uh, I don't even like Brissett that much. He's not good in the red zone. He's, he hasn't been a great quarterback, but he did have over 300 yards and two touchdowns the last time he played the Texans, which is par for the course for the Texans. I believe nine or 10 games of multiple touchdowns for the Texans against four quarterbacks against the Texans. Oh, and the Texans have allowed 79 points in the last two games. They've clearly just given up. And I feel like Brissett could be, uh, you know, a solid start for $5,200 this week. Well, if nothing else, he's playing for resume. I mean, if they bring Andrew Luck back, point. you know, and, and Brissett isn't their quarterback of the future, he's going to be somebody's quarterback of the future. I mean, right. somebody's going to going to take a shot at him. So why not put up some good tape in a game where – the defense is going to be, shall we say, less than rigorous? Yes, exactly. That's, wow. Yeah, I had not thought of that angle. That's a good angle that I might write in there. <laughs> so, uh, on to running backs. Who's your who's your guy this week? There's so many good running back prices. There are, and, you know, the key is finding a guy with, with something to play for. The Jets don't necessarily have something to play for, but Bilal Powell, again, another guy who – they aren't, nobody's handing him a job. Maybe the Jets should going into next year with Matt Forte probably on you know, what's left of his last legs and uh, Elijah McGuire maybe not a full-time back. So uh, Paul's had a nice little run here with uh, Forte and Elijah McGuire injured, and he gets the Patriots. Over the past four weeks, four different running backs have tallied 15 touches against the Patriots. Every single one of them has hit 100 yards from scrimmage. And if you look at what 
Powell did last week. Um, 19 carries, 145 yards, and a touchdown. Plus, he's a doggone good receiver. Mm -hmm. So he's literally the only offense that the Jets offer up. And they would love to spoil things for the Patriots. I don't know that they're capable of it, but – you know, the Patriots, are they're going to shut down the big play. They'll uh, let you nickel and dime them. They'll uh, probably, you know, they'll, they'll want to work James Harrison into the mix, let him uh, r- <laughs> yeah. rush the passer Get a little bit. Um, I like the opportunity for Blau Powell at $5,700. You know, uh, I, lo- I love that price. I love fifty seven hundred for a starting running back when Fortin McGuire just cannot get healthy. Uh, main guy, like you mentioned, hundred I think three straight weeks of one hundred and forty five total yards um, that the Patriots have allowed. Yes, have allowed. Yep, at running back, that's that's incredible. Um, yeah, you mentioned the four straight over hundred. Yeah, the last three have been even better. Um, I'm gonna pivot here. Ooh. Last second, John doesn't even know this is coming. Oh, I'm gonna I'm go. Ready. Different running back. I'm going to go Gio Bernard Ooh, at 5,300. I, like I like it. Um, Joe Mixon still not practicing today. And why risk him at this point? Yeah, and why risk him at this point? It's exactly right. Um, over the last five weeks, the Ravens are bottom 10 against running backs. They've allowed the most touchdowns to running backs, nine. That's tied for the most. And over the last three weeks, they've allowed six touchdowns to running backs. Joe Mixon being sidelined the last three weeks. Gio is averaging 16 carries over five catches, and over 113 total yards per game. And he's only 5,300. So if, if we're talking about a 20-touch guy <laughs> against you know, who would definitely want to play spoiler against their division rivals, the Ravens, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of like that price a lot. Um, there's a lot of running backs we should go over, though, quickly. We should but, definitely throw Brandon Oliver out there. Right. And this is a – you're going to have to wait – um, until I believe Friday is when the Chargers are going to test out Melvin Gordon. Um, early word was a, a high ankle sprain, which that, that's you're not going to play on a high ankle sprain. Um, maybe they've backed off that a little bit. They want to see if he can move around. Uh, they've also got Austin Eckler, but he's dealing with a broken hand. He played nothing but special teams last week. Uh, they said he practiced in full yesterday, but i got to believe he's still – Heavily bandaged. And he might not be a great pass catching option with you that hand. I think with the busted hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it would so. probably be tricky. So you've got Brandon Oliver, who looked great. He got eight carries last week and got nine yards. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, let's not ruin the narrative. You know, if, if there's an opportunity you're facing an Oakland defense that's allowed at least one, one running back touchdown in four straight games, mm-hmm. um, go back into the history against the Raiders. Brandon Oliver has a 100 yard game against Oakland. Ooh. It was back in 2014. But. Uh, <laughs> Still counts. The last time he got 20-plus carries, and the Chargers are playing for their playoff lives. Uh, I think it's going to go heavily on Rivers to Allen and Rivers to Gates and uh, that portion of the offense. But At 3000 At $3,000, if, if Gordon's ruled out and we know that Eckler isn't going to be a big part, that's almost guaranteed 20 touches yeah. for a $3,000 back against that defense. I'll, I'll roll those bones. And if you do see something later in the week that looks Eckler's way, He's only 3,700. Exactly. Uh, also, Malcolm Brown is going to be starting for the Rams. Todd Gurley is now definitely going to sit. Uh, he's going to get a San Francisco defense that's been pretty good recently over the last five weeks. But we're talking about a guy that's likely they're going to try to run as much and just not get out of that game without injuries. Um, and every game Brown had at least seven carries. He topped 45 yards and scored in every single one. So... I think that could be this week, 3,200 for him. 
Uh, also look to Corey Clement, 4,500. I like the Clement pick. He's going to be starting for the Eagles most likely. They have nothing to play for. Hard to imagine they'll risk Ajayi. Um, they, uh, Dallas, uh, yeah, the last time Corey Clement played Dallas, he had 50 yards and a touchdown on nine carries. Going to be in for a bigger workload this week, I would imagine, even if the others do play. So just some guys to throw out there. Good prices at running back. Should we move on to wide receiver? Let's do just that. Oh, let's do that. Who's your wide receiver? Let's start with you. I'm going to go, you <laughs> know, like every time. You've got, uh, you've got Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy who's, G. Who's obviously the next Tom Brady. Tom Brady yeah. had Julian Edelman. Jimmy Garoppolo's got Trent Taylor. I think he's better than Brady, but, I mean, you can Well, yeah, it. I mean, I mean, you know, you, you need to start with a comparison somewhere. He's like the upgrade. He's Brady. like the, the rich <laughs> man's kidding. Brady. Yeah. Um, and Trent Taylor is developing into that, that slot guy that quarterbacks you know, depend on, almost like a – you know, I guess the modern day equivalent of the tight end that used to be mm-hmm. the, the narrative that the, the young quarterback would depend on the tight end. Um, Taylor has 18 targets over the past four games. He's caught 15 of those 18. So I remember that first game he caught every one. That's yeah. Yep. Wow. A, a nod to Jay on the uh, catch to target ratio. <laughs> um, the Rams are going to rest their regulars, which means that this defense is not going to get better. And it's a defense that's uh, allowed. Double-digit targets to slot receivers in three of the last four games. At least eight targets in six of the last eight. Those players have averaged better than six catches in 78 yards per game. So there's your floor. Wow, 13-point floor yeah, on Fanball. That's your that's your floor for Trent Taylor in this game. And you've got the uh, uh, the bonus, the upside of Jimmy Garoppolo leaning heavily on his go-to guy and, and breaking that one touchdown per game maiden getting a second touchdown maybe one of them goes to taylor plus he's already got like you said the the 13 14 point floor so yeah uh, i like trent taylor at 3300 dollars. i like it i like it. any any wide receiver paired with jimmy g i'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> like anyway so <laughs> i'm such a fanboy. all right uh my wide receiver is 10 good jr uh, I believe John wrote about this in his article on I did. Ball. I did. I'm a Ted week. Ginn Jr. fan. I was yeah. a Ted Ginn Jr. fan at the beginning of the year. That's one of the few yeah. calls I got right. That's I'm good. Kind of proud of that. That's good. That's really good. Uh, so check out that article on fanball.com. Click the news button. Should be the advice button, but it's news I think it button. should just be the fish button. Uh, that's a little, maybe just the charge button or something. <laughs> we already have several charge buttons yes. on the site. <laughs> so... Ted Ginn Jr., 5500 I love those sub-$6,000 wide receivers. It allows me to pay up at lots of places. But the Bucks terrible against wide receiver. We've said it all year. They've allowed them by far, not just the most receptions in yards, by far the most receptions in yards to wide receivers and the third most touchdowns. It's third most, but really it's only two fewer than the top. So, I mean, they're right up there. Um, Ginn had four catches. For 59 yards, the first time these teams met, he's got he's topped 50 yards of seven in seven of his last 10 games. Ah, I just like Ginn Jr. this week. How can you not? Yeah. How can you not? It's just such a great matchup. Just such a great matchup. Uh, I, I do. I get Saints do need to win, but I do have a concern if they get up, they might just run the ball. That's but, true, but you don't want to overburden. Ingram or Kamara. So, and, and they've shown some uh, proclivity to running Ginn on, you know, the occasional end around jet sweep, that sort of stuff. So, yep. And also when you talk about 
a team might get up, so they'll run the ball. Well, how, how did they get up? Right. You know, yep. <laughs> maybe they maybe getting scored two touchdowns on their way to getting that lead. A couple so. home run plays again. I want to throw a bonus wide receiver Woo! in there as well. I That's, like it. You know, week 17, you got to find motivation. A team playing to win needs to get in, which is a lot of what is going on with the Chargers that we're throwing into this. Um, but there's also financial motivation. And uh, a guy like Jermaine Curse, who plays on the Jets, who haven't uh, – been in the playoff hunt for some time, but last week uh, Curse got to 60 catches and 750 yards. That's a good game. Well, that, that <laughs> was uh, total for the season, <laughs> oh, okay. but it did net him a $200,000 bonus on the catches, $250,000 bonus on the yardage. Now, another five catches this week, he can add another 100000 If he Oh, he's going to hit If that. he goes nuts and gets to 70 catches... He'll add another hundred on top of that. So two hundred thousand for a ten catch game. And I, I believe it's, I think Ooh. he's at sixty one. So maybe only a nine catch game. Ooh. Um, and he's also right. I think he's right at uh, his next yardage plateau. Yeah, he's at seven hundred fifty one. So his next yardage plateau is, plateau is one hundred twenty four yards away. So it's going to need to be a big game. But there's another hundred twenty five thousand <laughs> hanging out there. The last time That's he good saw motivation. The, well, I, I, <laughs> I got to believe he's in Bryce Petty's ear saying, you know, hey, <laughs> uh, you know, out. If you're potentially going <laughs> to buy you a watch. knock down another what uh, two hundred three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars, I'll buy you a car, dude. If you exactly if you feed me, yeah. out, I will put you new wheels under you. Collusion <laughs> within the locker room. <laughs> Why not? Well, who else do they have? Well, Robbie Anderson, but I mean, it's really been those two right. fighting. Right. Anderson's had some pretty heavy target games the last couple weeks as well. The last time Curse saw the Patriots, uh, four catches. 79 yards, but Jeremy Curley was still around. Over the past six, without Curley around, Curse has seen eight or more targets four times, double-digit targets twice, an average of eight balls thrown his way per game. So it won't even take that much change for Bryce Petty no. to maybe just throw a couple extra passes Jermaine Curse's way, I like give, it. crease the skids a little bit, and I'm sure Jermaine Curse will reciprocate in kind. I like the bonus article or the bonus <laughs> angle. I mean, that's I like that a lot. <laughs> Might have to put Curse in some lineups now. Uh, what was the price on Curse there? The price on Curse is forty six hundred dollars. I'm just gonna double check. I'm just <laughs> yeah, double double check the math. It's <laughs> my understanding, and that math checks out. All right. <laughs> so, hey, if uh, I only get one salary <laughs> wrong per show, it's a good show for me. It's, it's a good show. It's usually it's usually me that screws up the salaries because I print them out or I uh, do a database Excel transfer and sometimes I screw one up or something. Someday it'll all be automated. <sighs> someday, I promise. I promise someday. you. All right, let's move on to tight ends. You uh, go first. I'll go first. All right, I'll go first, especially because I think I'm going to throw two out here. Ooh, right. we we Jay's gone, so we need some bonus ones. All right. All right. And you know Jay would tell us Eric Ebron like he did every you know what? every game for the past four weeks, and it paid off. I mean, yep. Eric Ebron was your number one tight end over it, the playoffs. So it really Hopefully did. you listened to Jay on that yep. one. For, for Jay, I will say Eric Ebron at 5,300, whose price has not risen to the point it should. Uh, he's not just a tw top 12 tight end on the season. Since week nine, he's tight end number four. And as John just mentioned, he's tight end number one over the last three weeks. Mm -hmm. I know that, you know, Greg Olson missed most of a game and Gronk was out a game and Ertz was out a game, hey. but, but that counts. You know what? I heard somewhere the best ability an NFL player has is availability. <laughs> Eric Ebron has been available for you. I like that. Exactly. 
And now he gets a Packers team that's just a week removed from a nine-catch, 116-yard, one-touchdown stat line to Greg Olson. And they've allowed four touchdowns to tight ends in the last uh, since week 12. What was that, last four or five weeks? Well, they, so. they were down, what, five defensive starters last week, and that's not even counting the – Their secondary's mean, been so bad. Yeah, they're up. just – they're yep. pulling guys off the street at this point. That that defense is just uh, uh, obliterated with injury. And yep. there'll be space for Eric Ebron to roam, I'm sure. There you go, Jay. We got that in there. Now Tuvi's <laughs> going to give us one. Well, it's got, it worked for me last week, so one more time I'm going back to the well. Antonio Gates – He's got 13 career touchdowns. It's a good touchdowns. well to go to, though. 13 career touchdowns against all yeah, It's 28 games. I mean, <laughs> dude, dude's been around for a while. but That's almost one out of every two. <laughs> almost. 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 Dude, almost there. Basically <laughs> almost with, with the touchdowns. <laughs> you know, last week we said he was going to turn back the clock with Hunter Henry out. Six for 81 and a touchdown on a season-high eight targets. Now he gets uh, an Oakland defense that over the past month they gave up nine for 81 to Zach Ertz. 7 for 74 to Travis Kelsey, Jeez. 7 for 99, and a touchdown to Evan Ingram. And you're, I know what you're saying. You're saying those guys are young. They, they can actually move. They're not stationary <laughs> objects. They gave up 4 for 47 to Jason Witten, who is a stationary object. I, I would like to see that's what we should do during Pro Bowl week. Jason Witten foot race with Antonio oh Gates. Oh, my gosh. I would pay to see that. <laughs> I would pay to see that. And Rich Eisen could run with them, and he'd still oh. be in the picture. I, I think we've got we, we to talk to. I've tweeted that right now. <laughs> we got to talk to Good Morning Football. When they come for, for the Super Bowl, I think that's they run that uh, right down Hennepin Avenue here. Um, you don't need to be a move tight end, as, as Jason Witten showed. I think Antonio Gates at 4,700 has one more fantasy football hurrah before the countdown to Canton continue, or commences. And this is the week against Oakland. Hey, what better way to, to wrap up the career than blow out the team that you spent uh, 14 seasons blowing out? I like it. I like it a lot. That's uh, Yeah, that's such a good price, too. It feels like his price should have gone up when I, – I know it did go up with Hunter Henry out, but it feels like it hasn't gone up enough, yeah, well, especially Oz, after what he did last week. Oz can only react so fast. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the bells and whistles and, and the flying monkeys and the yellow brick road and all the all the munchkins. Yep, yep. He, he's got a lot of work on his plate, that, that wizard there. Um, all right, I'll, I'll give one more guy and we'll get out of here. Charles Clay, 5,200, just Love 100 it. cheaper than Ebron, few, 500 more than Gates. But he's led his team in targets two consecutive weeks. He's led his team in targets a lot with Tyron Taylor at the helm over his career. Uh, 19 targets over the last two weeks. Tyrod's favorite Taylor. Favorite Taylor. Favorite target. His favorite uh, shoe. Uh, what's the shoe guy? Cobbler. Mm, yeah. Over the last. <laughs> what is the shoe? Yeah. I was, trying to, th- I was yeah. trying to come up with the, the art. There's yep. an archer reference, but uh, mm. dropping the ball on that. I have to go watch more archer. That's my punishment. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like a punishment. <laughs> over the last three weeks, Miami has allowed an average of six catches and over 75 yards to tight ends. That Eey. feels like a lot. Um, Clay's really the only tight end. In t- when he's starting, the Nick O'Leary only gets like one to two targets, if that. So uh, most of it should be Clay. And, and this doesn't even tell the story of how bad Miami's been against tight ends. Earlier this season, they had a stretch of like six games where they – Six straight games they allow touchdowns to tight ends. Uh, they've been pretty bad a lot of the year. So 5,200 for Buffalo's top target in Charles Clay and 
not to mention Calvin Benjamin has been limited in practice with his knee still too. I'm sure he'll play, but uh, who knows how effective he'll be. And I didn't even have to move him up. Uh, he already is number five in my tight end rankings for the week. Wow. There's a lot of good values this week. A lot of great values. Um, just because the prices didn't hit. The prices hit before a lot of the teams said they weren't playing. Right. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, the, the Chiefs just came out yesterday with the, the Pat Mahomes news. I think Oz was already uh, on board with that. The, yeah, the, but he's still 5000 yeah. He's still pretty cheap. Yeah. So... Yeah, uh, that's a bunch of players for you. I hope some of those help you win some money this week on Fanball. Uh, make sure to go there and play in my SFB contest or spend $15 and try to win yourself a giant pot from the $15,000 uh, NFL Pay Dirt contest. And try out drafts because they're incredibly fun. They're a great way to kill just a few minutes. So you've gotten 41 votes on your poll <laughs> in I really? three minutes. That's awesome. <laughs> 40 yard dash. Who wins? Gates, Witten, Rich Eisen. Mm, I don't what, know. What is the? I I should check the results. <laughs> I I just well, I tweeted have, it like a couple minutes. I have ago. to vote to to. Uh, who do I go with? I'm gonna <laughs> go with. Nobody's uh, responded to it. Just everyone's voting. Ooh, no, I. Gates, 47%. Oh. Eisen, 31%. Witten, 22%. (laughs) Dad. Poor Jason Witten. Yep. Dad runner. Dad runner, Jason Witten. All right. Well, we're going to call it a day here at Fanball's Amazing Studios. (laughs) Do we call them Fanball Studios? We should call them Fanball Studios. We need a sponsor. It is a studio. like to sponsor the studio. Yes. If you'd like to sponsor the studio, you can contact me directly, and I will give you my PayPal address, (laughs) (laughs) and you can sponsor the show, and I will sneak whatever you're trying to sell on here. All right. I, I don't think I could do that. Probably, Why not? It's probably against some kind yeah, of rule. It's easier to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. There you go. All right. For at J2V, who's sitting across me, for at M-I-N underscore J Clemens, or it might be at underscore at Nicaragua yeah, underscore. At Bodega <laughs> underscore J Clemens. Or... <laughs> I, I like Bodega J Clemens. <laughs> oh, that's a great nickname. At underscore M-I-N. No, at M-I-N underscore J Clemens. And for myself, at ScottFish24, thank you for listening and have a great day. 